Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show on a Thursday, May 19. They are underway at Southern Hills. Five tied for the lead. Daly, Shoffley, Yang, Palmer, and McIntyre all at one under. Tiger is on his way to the tee. 8-11 tee time. Seven minutes from now, Eldrick will be underway up at Southern Hills. And uh, here we go. This is going to be fun. Coming up this hour, Jeff Haxton joins us live next segment. Play-by-play voice of the Red Raiders. We're getting set for Big 12 Baseball tonight in Lubbock, OU, Texas Tech. It will be a zany Dan Law field tonight. Um, I may have to put a, an FCC warning on the open of my broadcast tonight, TJ. I don't know what the mics are going to pick up tonight. It will be spicy. Probably something like, oh, mama, you got a ball? No. No? That that will not be. Uh, okay. That will not be what will be said. <laughs> 8.35 this morning, Tyler Woodward from the OU Jimmy Austin Golf Club is going to join us. We'll get his pick on the PGA, plus his thoughts on a big NCAA regional, a successful regional held at his golf course uh, the last few days. Hey, uh, did you see the news yesterday, TJ, on the Big 12, Big East matchups that are set for basketball next year? I did not see that. You know, they, they got that the out? Big 12, Big East challenge. Yeah, we have the uh-huh. Big 12 SEC challenge, and we have the Big 12, Big East battle. That's what it's called. Uh, Oklahoma has not had much luck in that event, by the way. Who did we play last year in that? Butler. Butler came to Norman and beat us. That's right, yeah. They've lost to Xavier. They've lost a couple of times to Creighton. I'm not sure they've won a game in the Big 12 Big East battle yet. OU is going to Villanova this year. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. How about that? Philly. I like that. I like that. No Jay Wright. Remember, he retired. So new head coach for Nova. New look for them. Haven't played since that uh, disastrous Final Four game. 
played twice that year, once in Hawaii and once in the Final Four. It is, however, TJ, the, it's on December 3rd, which is a Saturday, the same day uh, of the Big, Big 12, 12 football championship yeah, game. Yeah, so you may not get to go. May not get to go. Well, you better not get to go. Better not get to go. Hopefully, we'll not get to go. Uh, by the way, uh, Brent was Brent had his uh, evangelism in high gear on Tuesday night in Houston. One of the things he said was, uh, it's been 22 years since we won a national championship. I guarantee you it will not be 22 more. That was met by a roar. Did, I was going to say, did that get everybody up off their uh, out of their seats? The one guy never sat down. He was up, you know, <laughs> just holding running his hand in the there. the whole time. <laughs> and then he started rattling off uh, Big Twelve Defensive Players of the Year when he was the DC and linebackers coach here earlier, the Curtis Loftons and the Rufus Alexanders and all that kind of stuff. And he goes, uh, we we about to have a whole bunch of those again. And that got everybody fired up. Praise Jesus. Praise <laughs> Brent. Brent is his name. <laughs> so uh, we'll see what he says tonight in uh, Dallas. The caravan coming to Big D tonight. Uh, I'm not exact. I don't know if Porter's going to be there tonight or not. I don't. I'm not in on the email loop tonight, TJ, so I'm not exactly sure. I know Brent and Jenny will be there. I think Joe, not sure about Porter. Chad McKee will be your host tonight. Uh, softball regionals start tomorrow. NCAA softball regionals start tomorrow. OU gets Prairie View A&M. All the talk is of Jordy Ball. We have some pressers today, I assume, TJ. Usually the day before the event, we'll have some press conferences. Do you know? Yep. Yeah, okay, there you go. TJ! Am I on the air right now? Oh, boy. We've got people from all over the world that are listening Hi. in right now. Were you, PGA were you talking to me? What are you doing back there? I was answering the phone. I've got to answer the phone. We don't have someone who could answer the phones. No. So you could be full-time co-host with me? No, no. Doc was telling you to have a safe trip. He wanted you to be careful. And then he yelled, Skyline Chili. <laughs> I don't know why he yelled that. <laughs> so sorry. I was distracted by Doc. If you've ever had it, that's the effect it'll have on you. <laughs> you just blurt it out. So be safe. He wants you to be safe and have fun. Uh, what was I asking you? I don't know. <laughs> you think I listen or pay attention to what you say? Oh, you said something about the softball regional. And softball the next press conferences. Do we have softball press conferences today? Regional press conferences today. You mean carrying them? Oh my gosh! Oh my. <laughs> I don't, I don't get your question. Testing. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Do you mean are we carrying them live? Let's start here. Okay. Are there softball regional uh, press conferences? I, I don't today? know. Are there? I would assume I so. call baseball. <laughs> I don't call softball. This is a question for Chris Plank at 850. What is your title at the radio station? Um, I don't really have a title. 
are you or are you not the, the program the director of the Ref Radio Sports Network? Ah, I guess, sort of, yeah. Okay. All right, let's go there. That has nothing to do with an OU are press conference. Are we carrying no, softball-based press not, conferences We are not today. carrying a press conference today, no. No. We, are, we, ha- we have the softball podcast. We're not carrying the press conferences? <laughs> no, no. All right. <laughs> well, at least we got to something there. Jeez. Why not? Um. Well, one, I don't think they're putting them up on the network, but so... Well, that would be your main reason. Okay. I'm sure if they are having them, that Chris will have the highlights of those tomorrow. Question. Yes. The Big 12 this week signed an agreement with Old Trapper Beef Jerky <laughs> to become the official beef jerky of the Big 12 conference. Okay. Have you ever had Old Trapper beef jerky? Is this the Sasquatch beef jerky? No, that's um, uh, uh, Jack Links or uh, Jack right. Wagons or whatever it is. Jack Links. Um, Old Trapper, I, I'm looking it up here on the packaging to see what the packaging looks like. I don't think I've ever had it, to be honest. I hate to say this, but it looks like the kind of beef jerky that I like. No, it does. That's what I'm saying. It looks like, I mean, it doesn't look like it would be a big national brand. Like, it's something that you'd pick up, like, only a certain uh-huh. convenience store in a certain little town has it because that's where Old Trapper sent it to. You got to go there to get Old Trapper's beef jerky. Does the SEC have a beef jerky sponsorship? <laughs> I'm not aware of any other conference that has beef jerky sponsorships. No. I think this is a first. Cutting edge Big 12 beef jerky sponsorship? <laughs> yes. I'm looking here. They're How proud does the of SEC some of these beef jerky. not have a beef jerky sponsorship? I'm not saying they do. If they do, they haven't been good at promoting it because I don't know that they do. Here's my vow to you. I can pick it up today at my local Walmart, this says. On the trip out to Lubbock today, uh-huh. I'm going to hit a Love's travel stop. And assuming that Love's carries Old Trapper beef jerky, which they have a great beef jerky selection at Love's, TJ. Right. I'm going to pick up some Old Trapper beef jerky and give you an honest evaluation on tomorrow's show because I consider myself a beef jerky expert. I do not like candied beef jerky. I do not like this national brand, pop it in your mouth, chew it like it's bubblegum beef jerky. You should have to work at beef jerky. I think this, looking at the picture here. It looks legit. It, the picture I look at is looking like the chewy kind. Oh. This is a hot and spicy beef jerky old trapper, but it's a picture, you know. What can I tell from a picture? I can tell you this. It looks like that spice is all over it and looks hot. They well, compare I, it to Jack Link's, which is the style you're talking about. If you were considering whether or not to tune into tomorrow's show, <laughs> I'm promising you this right now. I will have an evaluation of the new beef jerky sponsorship of the Big 12, Old Trapper, on tomorrow's show. Here's the description. Old Trapper Beef Jerky is the perfect on-the-go snack. Whenever you want to go, Old Trapper is the snack, just as it has been for the last 50 years. 
Hot and spicy beef jerky, heat and hot twist to turn it up. If you love spicy hot food, this is for you. A spice so nice, you'll want to snack twice. Savory beef with red pepper kick. Meaningless. <laughs> it's like reading somebody's verbo evaluation of their place. Of course they're going to say it's nice, TJ. I will try it out for myself and let you know. Beef jerky wildly differentiates. Differs. Should have stopped there. Wildly differs. So I'm going to pick up a pack of, of old trappers well, on the way I out hope today. you have a lot of gift cards or else... Take your checkbook. Beef jerky is very expensive. Yeah, it is. And I'm just looking at their pricing here, so I'm just letting you know. Might have to hold off on that grill for Memorial Day weekend if you buy too much. Looks like Tiger's irritated at the cameraman going down there. I see I got all flustered with you not paying attention to the show <laughs> and not knowing what programming we have coming on today. I can tell and you right I away we don't have the press shot on number one coming up. Oh, did what did Tiger do with his tee shot on number one, TJ? I don't have ESPN Plus. You made me miss Tiger's tee shot. I've been you miss anything. all morning. You're the one that got all uh, uh, mouth watering over irritated. beef jerky. He's walking down the first fairway. And he's irritated at the cameraman telling him to back up. That means probably hit it in the rough or something. Oh boy! As soon as I see, I'll tell you. All right, eight sixteen. Take a break. Jeff Haxton live in Lubbock next. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Tiger knocks it stiff on number 10. Fairway... Uh, four-footer for birdie on his first hole at Southern Hills. We go live now to Lubbock, Texas. Jeff Haxton, play-by-play voice extraordinaire of the Red Raiders, joins us. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, T-Row. My, um, one of my best stories of my horrible experience at being a sports talk host in Tulsa was the 2007 PGA. I walk out of my show that ended at 11. John Daly rolls in a snake on 10 for birdie, and Tiger Woods is teeing off on one. My decision, I think this was round two. Yeah, so it would have been a Friday. Follow Daly or follow Tiger? Uh-huh. Which one do you think I did? Daly. Daly, yes. Yeah. And he tried to cut that corner there on 10 and put it way down in there, like near a creek or near a is in the trees, punched out, and and that's the day that the tiger said, you know, how many waters did you have? And he said, I had thirteen diet cokes, and he was burning down cigarette after cigarette. It was one hundred and eight <laughs> degrees. He's standing back there on twelve, the signature hole, and Steve Stricker's having a little trouble, and finally Stricker gets the ball advanced. Daly knocks it by Stricker's feet. And Stricker turns around and goes, "What are you doing?" You know that kind of oh man, just great memories. By the way, your leader right now, John Daly at two hundred. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, that that was the famous press conference where he said, "Well, uh, what did you do to prepare?" He's like, "Well, I was playing blackjack at the Cherokee Casino." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, this week is exactly the same. 
Oh man, I, I can't wait to get out there, man. I, I this is going to be so much fun. The next three days, I think Dan Lawfield oh, is going to be off the charts. The Big Twelve titles up for grabs. You guys are yeah. coming in hot. I mean, what what do you? I mean, it's going to be smoking hot temperature wise, but what do you expect atmosphere wise out there? Uh, it'll be interesting because it's been up and down this year. The Texas series was madness, and then uh, the Red Raiders went over and lost three to TCU, and we came back, and there was it was probably sixty percent full for West Virginia. So uh, I'm thinking it's going to be really good. It should be. Maybe the heat scares a little a few people off, but it shouldn't. Uh, the atmosphere should be great, and I just love how it sets up. You know, we've we've gone through a lot of, I mean, a, a baseball season's tough. It's tough to get through, and now your reward is you get two really good baseball teams that are playing good baseball, and they get to fire at each other for a couple of days here. So uh, I'm very excited as well. We're looking forward to having you. What clicked last week in Stillwater? It's the fact they were playing Oklahoma State. I don't know what it is. Uh, uh, Tim Tadlock and the Red Raiders are very much in Oklahoma State's head. Um, they'd had that thing circled for a long time because we were the final Big 12 team to get into O'Brate Stadium uh, because of uh, COVID. We were you know, supposed to go up there in 2020. Um, didn't happen, obviously. And get up there this year and... I guess, you know, as far as on the field, the thing that clicked was timely hitting. You had two grand slams, uh, one from Cole Stillwell on Friday, one from Owen Washburn on Saturday. Um, eight runs on two swings, hard to beat it, right? So um, at the plate, that's what clicked. And then you got some participation from your much maligned bullpen. After Andrew Morris and Brandon Birdsell, you had guys get enough outs to get out of there with a sweep. So that's pretty much it. I mean, just, you know, uh, when when the Cowboys see that black and red, they just, I don't know, they're not the same. I want to go guy by guy through your rotation and um, and have you kind of give me the 411 on these guys. And we'll start with the okay. starter tonight, Andrew Morris. A very uh, level-headed experience, uh uh, D2 transfer, um, 93 to 94, um, can touch 95, but that's where he lives, 93 to 94, uh, fastball slider change, just kind of unflappable. We've, we've seen him be nails in every start except for the one in Fort Worth. Uh, Brandon Birdsell. Alpha male, looks like he's 27. Easiest 98 I've ever seen. He bumped 100 in Stillwater. Um, viciously competitive, but not like crazy emotion. Wow, you know, that kind of deal. Um, uh, stays, you know, and we've seen those kind of guys. But, you know, he stays pretty level-headed and just says, here it is, I don't think you can hit it. Um, and then Chase Hampton on Saturday. Chase got really ill before our grand, let's see, it was the series before we went out to Kansas. He spent about a week in bed with a stomach issue, and for a month after that was not good at all. Um, it's just now starting to find it. He's been in and out of starter reliever roles. 
But you have to remember, this guy started the game one against Stanford in the Super Regional. So last year, we really relied on Chase. This year, it's been tough. You've seen him quite a few times because he started against OU in Amarillo last year. He pitched against OU this year in Amarillo. Um, This is one of the few guys that you can say out of when you get past Morris and Birdsell that he's got the stuff. It's just been the mental part of the game for Chase. Really like him. He's quiet, but then he can also explode and go crazy when he gets things going like he did in Waco and got warned by the umpire. And um, uh, just hoping that he continues the momentum that he's been able to build with the last two outings at Baylor and at Oklahoma State. Uh, Texas Tech has been an interesting team to kind of follow in the NCAA tournament projections the last six weeks or so. Uh, That RPI sunk down to the point where they were kind of flirting with the bubble there for a second, and now you sweep Oklahoma State and you're back to a projected host with, you know, who knows, if you close strong, maybe you could chase down a national seed. They've a little bit been all over the place. Uh, Where do you see them right now? I see them as uh, 14, 15, 16 overall seed regional host. If they don't get a series win over Oklahoma, you're going on the road. Um, So there's just so much on the line. I I really, even now, okay, if you lose the series to Oklahoma, and and this, it's hard to describe because it's, you're right, it's been so all or nothing with how you're perceived. Because when the a week and a half ago, when the projection came out, D1 Baseball had you as the number six team in their top 25, but they also had you going to Tennessee as a two. That means you're 32. You're the worst two seed. So then after that, now they've got you all the way up to 14 as a, or 15 as a, as a regional host. That's where I see it panning out. And and so if if you have a good showing this week and you're able to secure a share or win all of the Big 12 championship, it completes a really weird year because people have been way down on this team this year. And it's, uh, I think, ridiculous expectations that you, you know, just belong in Omaha every time, you know, you start in February. And I, I, I guess it's because Texas Tech has been so bad on Sundays that people got a little down on this team. but uh, And I've said it. I was like, Fridays and Saturdays, we look like Vanderbilt, and on, on Sundays, we look like Kansas. Because we lost lost to Kansas uh, on Sunday. We uh, lost to Baylor on Sunday. We had midweek trips where you lost to New Mexico and Abilene Christian. Um, but, like, the base, the foundation of this team is they're pretty darn good. Last question, we'll get you out of here. Uh, Jeff Haxton, play-by-play voice, Red Raiders. He'll be on the call this weekend starting tonight. Strength of this lineup and what concerns you the most about this team? Talking Texas Tech, like going forward this weekend, what what is the one thing that so concerns it's, you? It's bullpen depth. Again, once you get past a couple of guys, then it's, it's a real crapshoot. Um You'll see that our guys from Oklahoma are all those guys that have the big question marks on them. And last year, the last week they stepped up. It was Derek Bridges from Duncan that had two innings of, of you know, he's a situational lefty. He went two innings and did, did great things. Josh Sanders from UConn, 
Um, and again, a guy that we have to have come out and get out. So the, the big concern is um, can those guys get out um, and, and allow you to spread it out as much as you can because, you know, right now I, I'd say there's four guys that I have trust in that they're going to go get out. And, and that's, that's the big concern. Um, by the way, I mean, Texas Tech doesn't have Trendon Parrish, who was your closer, and uh, Brendan Gurton from Shattuck. He, uh, he's been out since March, and those are two massive bullpen arms. And that's why it's been hard to spread the love and get outs in the bullpen. One of the reasons. Um, uh, the strength is, I think, you know, the defense is okay. It's not the best that I've seen, but they make plays like Parker Kelly on that bare hand charge from third base. He's He's been terrific at third. Kurt Wilson's been great at short. I think it's overall consistency one through nine. Uh, you don't get a big break in our lineup because you know it starts with Easton Morrell, veteran. Then you got Cole Stillwell, who's, who's starting to get hot at the right time. Jace Young, Hudson White, a transfer from A&M. Parker Kelly's learned how to hit. Um, and then the freshman, Washburn and White, oh, they've been so fun to watch. Great additions, everyday players. And then, you know, a guy like Dylan Carter starting to put the ball in play, which has been tough for him. But you can't take him out of the lineup because he's so good in center field. So I'd say consistency one through nine, day-to-day. You know, Texas Tech's ninth in the country in, NCAA, in the NCAA and runs scored. That overall offense that comes to the park every day is probably the biggest strength. And then Morrison Birdsell have been awesome. Can't wait to see you, brother. Uh, thank you for your time this morning, and um, we should have a fun few days together. Drive safe, man. We'll take care of you when you get here. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff Haxton, Texas Tech play-by-play voice. Quick break. We've got Tyler Woodward from the OU Jimmy Austin Golf Club coming up next. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Daly, Yang, and McIntyre, two under. Woods and Shoffley, one under. Southern Hills is uh, popping as we go live now to Tyler Woodward from the OU Jimmy Austin Golf Club. Good morning, Tyler. Good morning, Tub. How are we doing this morning? We're doing good, man. Hey, thank you guys again for sponsoring our golfer giveaway. Yesterday we had folks from all over the state and beyond call in. And we always appreciate that you guys help us out with that. But how about uh, the last few days at your place, huh? They, they pulled off the regional on short notice. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, sorry we sorry we missed you yesterday morning like we normally do on Wednesday. But we've had we've had a busy couple of weeks uh, in a great <laughs> way, though. Um, you know, Coach Hibble um, gave me a call. It's, I guess it's been about 22 days, 23 days since. Hey, what do you think about hosting a regional this year? And I'm like. Ryan, that doesn't sound very good. <laughs> Normally, you have about three year lead up to it. Um, so, but and I, he said, "No, for real. It sounds sounds like uh, the course in Tuscaloosa is having some issues, and and the, it defaults to us." And I said, "We'll be ready." Um, and you know, I say it every every time I'm on here with you. I've got an incredible superintendent and Cody Elwood, um, my staff, you know, Johnny Johnson, Hunter Smith. All the guys in the golf shop, Tim O'Cooley, those guys did an outstanding job this week. Um, and and then, obviously, the team. Uh, you know, there's a little bit of added pressure anytime, you know, 
coming in, defending the home track uh, as the number one team in the country. Uh, we saw we saw you know Auburn try to make a little bit of a run uh, and then put their foot in their mouth on Twitter, and then the Sooners came out on top. So uh, proud proud of those guys. Obviously, regionals you got to finish top five, but it's always nice to get that that win at home. Happy with the way the course played. Yeah, very. Um, you know, the timing of, was everything. We got we got about six and a half inches of rain, um, and then it, then the heat came on, um, and it was it was you know the the difference that the, the course changed in in a ten day period uh, leading up to the event um, was was incredible. Obviously, we would have done done some things different in the fall, like we're going to do this fall, knowing that we have another men's regional next year. Um, but I, again, I was so pleased with. With how it played, uh, it shows the incredible talent of, of all those golfers that showed up. Though, of course, in mean, seventy five hundred yards, I mean, incredibly long, uh, and, the, and there were still some some great scores out there. But I was proud of how the golf course played, and 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 the five teams that moved on. Congratulations to them. Yeah, the Sooners headed out to Greyhawk now to compete for the national championship, and uh, boy, that was an impressive final round that they put on the board. Just kind of waved goodbye to everyone on the way by Auburn and everybody else on, uh, on Wednesday. Well, yeah, you, uh, you throw yeah, a 10 spot, a 10 spot win over somebody, uh, or over, over the field. You're, you're feeling pretty good. And, and momentum's right. Big 12 champs win your home regional. Let's see what we can do at Greyhawk. What do you, uh, you got to pick for me for Southern Hills this week? And yeah, well, let's, let's talk about it. There's other golf in Oklahoma going on, man. It's, it's exciting. Um, Obviously, you kick on the golf channel and and to see you know our home state uh, being showcased. Uh, you know everybody just keeps you know it seems like every report is how welcoming Okies are and 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 what a what a cool thing to be a part of. I'm you know looking at the leaderboard a little this morning. I have to I have to be honest. It didn't change my pick after my pick was set after last Sunday. Um, you know didn't made the cut on the number. Scott had eight birdies in his closing ten holes on Friday, and then was tied for the lead for a bit there. But I'm going to go with Xander Shoffley, winning his first major. Um, a guy that puts it well, a guy that hits it long enough for sure. Um, you know, number five is a 656 yard par five, just mind mind blowing. Um, but he has the has the firepower to get it to a lot of those holes, but also has the ability to kind of reel it back in and hit some good wedge shots. So. Mr. Shoffley is my pick this week. He's going to win one sooner or later. Maybe this is yeah. uh, maybe this is his week. I like old Alexander. I think I, you may be on to something there. I went with Justin Thomas, but um, I got no problem with your pick of uh, Xander Shoffley. Uh, yeah, I mean Southern Hills looks beautiful, man. It looks like now. Are you going to get to go check out any of it this week? There's a chance I might try to pop up there tomorrow, um, but. It's also one of those. It's it might be a might be a good spot just to sit on the sit in the recliner and and uh, mm-hmm. and catch it, you know soak it all up from there. Undecided uh, if Tiger Woods starts making a run, absolutely I'll be there. Or you know <laughs> lead, leader leader right now, Mister John Daly. Obviously, you know I don't think that's going to last long. But depending on what happens, uh, luckily Tulsa's not too far away, and and it would be nice to kind of get up there and, and support the PGA. He just rattled the stick Daly did on a uh, pitch-in attempt, so he's getting par again. He's tied with Zalatoris now at two under par for the uh, for the lead. Well, you thank those, you. those same pair of pants, don't you, Toby? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Same size and everything. So, uh, yeah, that's right. 
Hey, thanks, brother. I appreciate you joining us, and thanks again for your helping us out with the giveaway. You bet. Thank you guys for your support. Have, have yourself a great day, and then cheer on those Sooners at Greyhawk here in a couple of weeks. Sounds good. Tyler Woodward from the OU Jimmy Austin Golf Club. What a job they did in a extremely short amount of time getting set for that NCAA regional. The course held up well, all the organization that goes into it, and um, just a magnificent job by his team, and they'll be doing it again now next year. Uh, Thanks to Tyler for jumping on with us. All right, let me see if I can. Daly, Yang, McIntyre, and Zalatoris at two under par. Oh, yeah, TJ, we got some birdies early at Old Southern Hills. The hills. Wind hasn't started to blow yet. It'll show its teeth before long. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you don't jinx anyone because no telling what can you know strike up at a matter of moments. So I think you got a bad draw if you're the afternoon tea times today because it's looking like it's going to be a little bit breezy out there. Uh, this afternoon. Right now it looks pretty pleasant. I mean, the flags are moving a little bit, but uh, it's not the 30-mile-an-hour stuff that I think we're going to see a little bit later on. Anything that Jeff Haxton had to say strike your fancy, TJ, about tech? No, I just find Jeff fascinating now. There's an edge to him that used to not be there. It used to be this lovable, jolly kind of uh, let me sneak out and whisper in my garage so I don't disturb my wife. Now he's, had he been Matt Reynolds earlier calling in from the golf course, he's like, I don't care who I disturb. You got a problem? Come up here and say it to my face. <laughs> like even off the air now, he's like, yeah, I'm ready to go. Put me on the air with this guy. No, he did not pretty much attitude, either. so he just... <laughs> complete shift and change in who he was uh no obviously is there a more opposite like uh place to go from though from oral roberts to texas tech no definitely not (laughs) definitely not um it's going to be a fun environment i mean you guys hit on it all the the it's going to be crazy it's going to be wild a lot on the line for a lot of people in this conference this weekend it's going to be a great finish for everybody and that's a team that you know they carry that attitude, and they're going to bring it to the field, and they're going to want to punch OU in the mouth and do it quickly and and, and jump on them and, and not let them up the whole weekend. So you've yeah. got to come back. And, and they and, can do that. And they can, and you've got to come at them with that same intensity and same mindset and be ready for a fight. So it's going to be fun. Texas Tech plays baseball like a uh, Nolan Richardson Arkansas, forty minutes that's of hell basketball. That's a good, that's a good comparison. It actually, that's that's really good. Man, you are good today. I am sharp for Thursday, aren't I? It, they, it is uh, throwing me off today, though. You have completely mm-hmm. screwed up my week. I'll admit that. Why is that? With the Thursday, Friday, today? Saturday, you're talking about a baseball series. I didn't series. make the schedule. Um, I keep thinking this is Friday now. The way of Skip being on, it's like um, I'm having to reset my mind every few minutes. It is weird. They are capable of going and putting a five spot on you in the first inning in game one and just bullying you for three days, mm-hmm. Absolutely. especially there. It's the team. It's the crowd. It's everything. And they just can't. They can overpower you. Now, 
set Monday aside for a second. Okay. Oklahoma has been a good team this year at answering punches. Three, four run inning, they answer right back. They've been a good team at not being bullied. They, quite have, they have great counters, and a lot of that is the disruption they cause on the base pass. They start getting guys yeah. on, they start getting in people's heads. They, they, they have had a uh, uh, tough jaw. They could take a punch. Man, my analogies are all over the place, and all of them are exquisite today. This Oklahoma baseball team, so far this year, this weekend could be different, has been good. Monday, set it aside. We're acting like Monday didn't happen. They have been good at taking a punch this year and answering back and really kind of thriving on the type of atmospheres that we'll see this weekend. When when they have played in raucous environments, they have played their best baseball. So I think that's what makes this weekend fascinating. I, we've gone in there with some OU baseball teams before that are like, Ugh. I'm afraid we might melt in the heat. No, I'm not talking about the temperature. Yeah, I'm I don't not feel that, that way. I don't feel that way about this team. I, they've got a little chip on their shoulder, but Texas Tech lives with a chip on their shoulder. So that's two chips on two shoulders. You know, who knows? We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. We're back, T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by RK Black. Visit them online at rkblack.com, 405-943-9800. Your business technology, office technology solution right there is R.K. Black. No Chris Plank today as uh, he was celebrating a big night last night with the uh, with Will graduating from high school. The two of you so old, one graduating <laughs> high school, one graduating um, college, one graduating high school. And I, here I am, my kid graduating next uh, Tuesday night from elementary school. So nice. I'm the young nice. one of the group. That's right. Y- yeah. You are, yeah, youthful. <laughs> you want a couple of texts here to round us out? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, let's see here. Our famous old uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Our famous old-fashioned beef jerky was born 40, uh, 50 years ago in the back of a small roadside grocery store on the outskirts of Tillamook, Oregon. After years of hard the- work and sacrifice, Old Trapper has grown to become a favorite among local jerky lovers and con- connoisseurs nationwide. But the best is still yet to come. We have realized our lifelong dream of becoming the official okay, beef jerky okay. of the Big 12. Is this the Old Trapper people reaching <laughs> out to us? I think they've reached out to us. Uh, huh. This one says, Old Trapper is definitely the best beef jerky I've ever had other than homemade. But it's expensive for sure. So there's a thumbs up from that we, person. Do we get a discount if we are the best? Official you beef think jerky that of the, the Big 12, Big 12 would send you a big box for road trips? I would like to be able to speak to the goodness of Old Trapper, but I feel like I can't do that, barring uh, some free beef jerky. What if you no, have to go to I a different you convenience store you a, to get it? I promise you I'll give you a review. Well, I won't then. I, I'm a Love's Travel Stops guy. <laughs> but assuming Love's has, an Old Trapper, has Old Trapper beef jerky, I will give you my review tomorrow morning on the show. This one says, it's chewy. Not bad, but not T-Row good. Okay. Um, 
By the way, Tiger still one under. He's played three holes. Just finished the famous number 12. Par 5, 13th is next. John Daly continues to be tied for the lead at two under. Go ahead. This one says, <laughs> he knows why uh, I'm distracted and ignoring you. It says, uh, I know what it is. If the 10 Killer Lake Dam was fixed, TJ's mind would be in a better place. Please, U.S. Department of Corps of Engineers, hashtag save the dam. Yes, thank you. Please get that fixed. Dad gum government. You know, the dam was never broke when uh, Trump no. was president. That's, That's right. all I know. That's right. That's right. Biden comes along. They can't get anything fixed out at Lake 10 Killer. We're over uh, 22 foot still. Please watch your language, okay? <laughs> your son was out at our house the other day and said something about the lake, and he's like, it's 30 feet over. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> he's not having any of it either. Jay's <laughs> son. <laughs> Can't he just go play in the dumpster, like, you know, build forts and things? <laughs> that's that's good for the evening time, but during the day he wants to be out on the water. He wants to be fishing. He's got his uh, fishing gear. He's itching to get out on the lake and fish. So, All right. Yeah. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it. Uh, being from South Dakota, the home of Jack Links, Old Trapper is not like Jack's. It is a thin, tough jerky and very good real jerky. So we're getting conflicting stories here. I don't know what's true or not. Well, it sounds like that person is saying it's good. Well, that good thin, like you like. Jerky. Yes, right. Yeah, like I like. Yes. I do not like the candied beef jerky. I want, I, I want to have to work at it a little bit. Make it uh yeah yeah one piece. Why does it cost a thousand dollars too for beef jerky? Well, that's the that's a good question. I've always wondered that. Um, What's so precious about beef jerky? Because my kid loves it for a snack, and you would think you know he chooses that over a bag of Sour Patch Kids, and you're like sure. And then you get to the counter, and they're like, "That's gonna be eighteen thirty-seven." I'm like, "For a bag of jerky?" Yeah, you got the small bag for eighteen thirty-seven. <laughs> right. Jeez. All right, I got to go. I got to get to Lubbock. I'll be All back right, with you tonight. travels to you. 6 o'clock pregame, 6.30 first pitch. I'm packing a lunch. I'm bringing boxing gloves. It's going to be a big weekend. Have a great Thursday, everybody.